Skip Bayless here. I want to tell you about my podcast, The Skip Bayless Show. On this show, my show, I go deeper than I ever have, taking you behind the scenes of some of the biggest moments in sports, behind the headlines, even peeling back the curtain on my own personal life. I like to call it the un-undisputed. Instead of debating my partner, Shannon Sharp, I'll tell you stories you've never heard before and let you in on what makes me, me. Make sure you listen to The Skip Bayless Show on your favorite podcast app. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. The Purple Mafia, with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. You want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia on this special edition of Purple Mafia. It is episode number 71. Today is Wednesday, October 6th. It is 2010, of course. Again, as you noticed, it is a Wednesday, not (laughs) Sunday or Monday or anything like that. This is a special edition of Purple Mafia because, ladies and gentlemen... We have a wide receiver that is now on the Minnesota Vikings. A very familiar face has returned home, ladies and gentlemen. It's not Vincent Jackson. It's not Javon Walker. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. (laughs) The most unthinkable of unthinkables. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Moss. That's right, Randy Moss is coming home. Oh my god! Uh, Just a surreal, surreal day for all of us Minnesota Viking fans. Randy Moss is returning to the Minnesota Vikings where he will join Brett Favre, Adrian Peterson, and hopefully Sidney Rice as when he comes back healthy. Oh, and Percy Harvin, Vasante Shanko. Uh-huh. And not to mention a defense that has been playing out of their mind, that has carried this team the first three weeks of the year in a lot of in a lot of ways. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Moss is back on the Minnesota Vikings. That is the one topic for this show. It is a special edition because my all-time favorite Viking is back in purple. Holy crap, Batman! Truly, and I mean truly, a special day for me and a special day for many of you out there. So I had to do this special show today. Uh, of course, it's not going to be nearly as long. At least I don't think so. <laughs> as, 
the other shows. We will uh, acknowledge the, those mentions on the uh, on the Twitter account regarding this one topic, along with the Purple Mafia page. The other topics will be brought up on the next show, the game review for the New York Jets, provided I'm able to do a game review. The schedule is uh, always tough, very tough, but I don't care tonight. I'm still doing it. Yes, Twins baseball is on in the background, so again, don't expect anything too long. The call-in line is 209-736-7877. That's right, 209-736-7877. Purple Mafia is, of course, available on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes, and I do thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. Again, of course, though, this show is unique. It is more of a special edition. There is one topic. There will be no break. I'm just going to go, and uh, I'm just... I'm just in awe at what what took place. It's so surreal. It's so wonderful. It it just is. So being this show is on due to demand, of course, to listeners out there, and uh, I love you all very much, and I don't mean that in a bad way, of course, in a very good way. (laughs) Just don't take it too seriously in the wrong way, if you know what I mean. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, I'm going to start off. Yes, this edition, I'm going to start off with the tweets and the, uh, the Facebook group. And then I'll start doing a little bit of me and my talking about, you know, my opinions that you want to hear about Randy Moss and uh, this the uh, outlook of this team as we move forward. I'm going to try to keep this to a half hour or less just because, you know, busy schedule and all that. Just want to kind of move along nicely. I'll, I'll do the tweets first. Not really too much on it, believe it or not. But no, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Oh, I just, I'm still just in awe, though, of what took place. All right, well, Brent, Brent for Liberty typed in, that's, of course, Brent Jacobson, typed in why I love Randy Moss and hate Joe Buck. <laughs> it's some bit on there that he did. I'll get check that in a little bit. Uh, Matt Emer, though, here it is. In a previous tweet to you, I said you should try, you should only do another show if Moss gets traded to us. Yeah, and that's the funny part. That's why I'm here today, Matt Emer. Yep, that's why I'm here today, Matt. Yep. If Moss gets traded us, well, we got him. So that means you should do another show, even if it's you just going, woo, for however long you want. So, yeah, I'll do it really quick. Woo! Yeah, there you go. Uh, no. <laughs> My, yeah, I'm I'm just a little excited, uh, as you could probably tell. I'm just, just a little bit excited. <laughs> and, um, wow. Looks like Chris Tucker's already changed his uh, contact icon on Facebook. We're looking at a Randy Moss image. Oh, just so cool. So now let's get this going. It's so funny, though. It's so funny how we were talking about and tweeting about the New England Patriots scoring 41 points in the Dolphins. And mostly I was a little irritated that the Dolphins are getting demolished by the Patriots so easily. Being we lost to the Dolphins in the Dome. Yeah, the Dolphins were in Miami. Funny how that works. And they're getting demolished at home 41-14. to But then Jay Glazer comes up and says on Twitter, that's where it gets interesting. Jay Glazer. Yeah, the same guy, Jay Glazer. This was Monday night, of course. This is how we lead in. <laughs> yeah. He says... That uh, what's, what's, what's crazier... For uh, the fact that the Patriots have sco- are winning 41 to 14 against Miami, or the fact that the Patriots have not have not thrown the ball to Randy Moss at all, and I put in the Patriots have not thrown the ball to Randy Moss at all. Uh huh. Well, 
we'll get back to that in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just absolutely amazing. So then, uh, really, I first heard it. Now, officially, I'm going to give credit to both of you guys. Anthony from L.A., that's Anthony Batista on Facebook. Officially, that's his real name, of course. And Anthony from L.A. is kind of his, uh, kind of like his Purple Mafia name, you could say. Uh, he is the top. He is the top caller into this show. And that's not a uh, discredit to anybody. I want you guys to call in as much as you can. I just love hearing from all of you out there that are available to call in. But, yeah, Anthony from L.A. is the king. He's the king of the callers. And, uh, yeah, he's the guy that I first heard it from. So I'm officially going to give credit to him because he responded to some uh, goofy status that I wrote on Facebook. I'll just leave it at that. He responded to it with uh, because it started to generate a little bit of excitement towards, hey, you know, the Twins are going to the playoffs tomorrow night and the, the Vikings are, are this or that. You know, we're going to beat the Jets or whatever. And then all of a sudden, ESPN, Moss of the Vikings, said, Anthony from L.A. I just was like, what? And I look it up. I thought I thought it was had to be some kind of joke. Like there's just no way. And there it was. So, yeah. Thanks for that, Anthony from LA. LA. There is just no. There money cannot buy information like that. And the timing, just uh, yeah. Oh, it totally it changed my night completely. I mean, I was I wasn't necessarily having a bad night, but a typical like I'm sick and tired of working so much. You know that kind of night that many of you are quite aware of, you know, you're sick and tired of working so much, you're just tired, you don't really, you know, life just isn't very fun right now, and then bam, there it is, <laughs> that changed the night, of course it wasn't a done deal and all that, so that's when things came up, but yeah, Kevin McMahon was the first one to officially post it on the Purple Mafia group, and it's just, yeah, cannot contain myself, just freaking out, cannot believe it, um, I'll read the replies here, and then I'll read the small, the few replies also on my official page, just to include you listeners. Um, of course, I imagine how I cannot contain myself. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God, which is part of the title of this show, and, of course, a sound by aired earlier. That is the absolute feeling. Now, Sebastian Balls, of course, another just fantastic listener. Talk to him all the time. Just a, he's a good guy. So, uh, yep, his comment is, I'm loving this. If Moss comes back, he will get massive publicity and talent. And, yeah, the publicity part is pretty exciting, and you guys can imagine why. I mean, read between the lines, folks. Read between the lines. Publicity means higher ratings, higher numbers for this show and uh, anybody else involved with the Vikings. So, <laughs> I'm not complaining. But also, as a fan, pretend I never touched the microphone. Pretend I never started doing Purple Mafia. I'm just, just so happy. Chris Tucker, <laughs> the exact comment that I had to say. Now, of course, this was all last night. Best news I've had all I've heard all day. Yeah, I mean you can't make it up. You just cannot make it up. Dylan Richardson. Oh, Dylan Richardson. Yep, the the head cheese. Well, okay, not cheese. I probably he probably don't want to use cheese because that's the wrong uh, thought there. Packers and Favre and Moss wanting to go to, or Favre wanting Moss on the Packers years ago, and that ended up. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Patriots discuss. Patriots Vikings discuss the oldest and Moss from Minnesota. Of course, Dylan Richardson posted that last night as well. Just a gift wrapped, wonderful, wonderful gift wrapped for the Minnesota Vikings and the unthinkable of all of all time, folks. I'm actually surprised there weren't more posts on here, but hey, that's okay. That means I can just get right on to things, I guess. <laughs> 
No, Colin, of course, I did check literally on the fly here just to make sure I didn't miss something. Um, yeah, literally on the fly as I was talking just now, I checked. Yes, I'm, I'm more efficient than some of you might want to believe. <clears throat> Excuse me. Except when I'm trying to clear my throat. And yeah, Anthony Batista, I'm going to read what he officially said. Hey, you see, yeah, hey, you seen ESPN, Moss to the Vikings. That was, that was the line right there at, at about almost 8 o'clock last night. That was like, what? No, he's, he's kidding. No, he's not kidding. Just shocked. Of course, the well, one problem is ESPN, yeah, maybe ESPN.com, but uh, I turned on ESPN TV. Yeah, what was on? Oh, poker or something like that. I forget what it was. Oh, actually, no, they were re- replaying the Boston Red Sox championship season in 04. Which doesn't bug me too much because I like Boston sports. Heck, you know, Moss being on the Patriots, my second favorite team, didn't hurt too much. But it's just so much better to have him, have him here back home in Mini Twenty. There's just nothing like it. Just nothing like it. I'm gonna read my response so you guys can hear it because not everybody probably checks out my profile much on Facebook. Oh my God, the miracle of miracles. I cannot contain my excitement. This is a dream come true. My all-time favorite Viking coming home to join Favre. Yeah, to join Favre. Anthony Ramele responds, me too. I was so excited to see him play live in Minnesota when I went in 98. See, that I didn't know, and that's really cool. Anthony was actually at one of the 98 games. I was as well. I was at the uh, Washington Redskins game where the Vikings went 6-0. and the quarterback of the Washington Redskins was Gus Farratt. Yep, that's a familiar name around these parts. In his worst year as a pro, probably. <laughs> Didn't look very good in that game. Vikings won 41-7 to in just a, just a boring sleepwalk. Randy Moss did not explode in that game. He was covered very nicely by the talented veteran legend Daryl Green. Some of you probably remember that name. Anthony responds later on. He says... How I basically said I've been just unbelievable. I still have my 11-year-old jersey. I got it in after the 98 season, so early 99. I mentioned that, and uh, oh boy, I hope this thing isn't locking up on me. Oh, that's what I hate about Facebook. That is what I hate about Facebook. I just hate it. Okay, I hope the, <laughs> the audio wasn't getting cruddy here. <sighs> yeah. His comment is, me too, I love, me too, the old starter brand number 84, I got it in 98. Dude, I can't believe this, I'm so glad we didn't get Vincent Jackson. So yeah, I'm going to get into that in a second too. Hopefully I get to everything here and don't lose my mind. Um, I was saying, yeah, I mean, it's strange how things happen for a reason. Anthony responds with, this will pick up in the morning. Neil responds with, Joey loves Randy Moss. Randy Moss, got to love it, got to love it. And then Anthony from L.A. responds with, "If only, only if CC will come back. Of course, that'd be Chris Carter. And then a few hours later, that was about uh, about 9 this morning or so, 8.30 this morning. It's official, he's back. So there it was. Just a wonderful, wonderful day for us Minnesota Viking fans. So now we'll get to some details here. Some of the official Purple Mafia analysis, you can call it. Not trying to be Dan Barrero, not trying to be Paul Allen, not trying to be PMAC from uh, ESPN 1500 or any of them. I'm trying to be Paladino Joey from Purple Mafia. 
That's the that's what Dylan addressed me as at the beginning of the show. That's Dylan's voice for those of you wondering when he says your host Paladino Joey. So yep, <laughs> I love it very much. By the way, Dylan, as I know you, I know you're listening to this special edition of Purple Mafia. Um, so let's just get to the chase. Yeah, again, it's like things do happen for a reason. The New England Patriots apparently froze out Randy Moss for a reason because the trade talks were probably getting uh, really heated at that point, unbeknownst to some people, but uh, apparently uh, unbeknownst to us out here, though I'm sure inside that New England organization something is cooking. And most of the Patriots' points in that game were special teams-related and defensive-related, by the way. It wasn't necessarily uh, everything was working elsewhere, but at the same time, Brady was developing wonderful chemistry with other receivers on his team. Not being Randy Moss, unfortunately. Um, God, I just, man. I might bounce around, folks. I hope it doesn't drive you crazy. But, yeah, it's just one topic. I'm going to bounce around inside the topic. The topic being Randy Moss, number 84. And, yes, he will don the number 84 again. Oh, man. Press conference on Thursday, by the way. I'm sure this show will be up before then. It better be. I <laughs> know that's not a shot at anybody. I'm just saying. Hopefully. Um, provided nothing goes wrong. Um Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Oh. Mm. So, yeah. Things do happen for a reason. And now we know why. Now we know why Randy Moss got froze out in that game. Not only that it was lack of chemistry between Brady and Moss at the particular time. You know, there's phases that take place during the season. Favre with the Rice most of the year last year. Favre and Berrien finally picked up some chemistry in the, uh, the Saints game in the conference finals last year. Of course, this year, the opposite. Just no chemistry at all with any receiver. The million-dollar question now is, well, well, now we'll find out. It Was it lack of chemistry with the other receivers, or it's Favre in trouble a little bit? Is the old father time catching up? That's the other thing. Um, Again, as I bounce around, and I mean bounce around, <laughs> when he was with the Oakland Raiders years ago with horrible quarterbacks, horrible coaches, horrible organization, horrible everything on that team, I remember chanting, bring back Moss, bring back Moss, really loud when I was watching the Raiders on Monday Night Football getting hammered like 40-0 to zero or something. I don't know who they were playing. It doesn't even matter. Just hammered. Randy Moss looking sad, depressed, unhappy on the sidelines. And I was chanting, bring back Moss. But it's like, I knew deep down, ah, it'll never freaking happen. It'll never happen. Never. Never happen. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's why I'm so excited today, because something I never thought could happen finally did. It just finally did. And, of course, the comment that made me first believe that the possibility did exist was sometime earlier this year, a quote came out about Randy Moss made some type of comment that he has unfinished business in Minnesota. How he came so close to a championship, especially in 98. He has unfinished business in Minnesota. Let's get it done with Brett Favre and Randy Moss. Oh, and by the way, there's a guy named Adrian Peterson at the running back position. When he was, the running game was the only effective weapon, really, on the offensive side of the ball this year. Yet he still is looking like he's going to have a career year. Oh, you add these three together, folks. And if Sidney Rice does come back healthy. Oh, my God. And Percy Harvin at the slot receiver. Are you telling me <laughs> that's not a great football team, potentially, with that great defense? Are you telling me? 
Oh, my God. Okay, but before I get back to that and close things up here, a lot of you are probably wondering this about the Patriots. It's just, like, what were they thinking? And, yeah, a buddy at work, of course, was asking that. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to do it. Of course, that being Wilmot, buddy of mine at work. I've mentioned him maybe on a few shows now, mostly on the Timberwolves show, I think. Maybe on this one once or twice, but uh, yeah, why would the Patriots do that? That's what a lot of uh, NFL experts. Why would they do that? It'd be like throwing the season away. Look at the you know, they're three and one, you know, in a, in a league right now in the AFC where you need to, you know, win every single game possible to make the playoffs, and they're actually three and one. They have a legitimate shot to do something. A legitimate shot to win eleven or twelve games, being they're already three and one. They won. A, they steamrolled Miami. For better or for worse, it doesn't matter. They steamroll them no matter what the deal is. And you trade away the only receiver you really have. I mean, there is no more really complimentary players. Yeah, Wes Welker's a slot receiver. That's all he is. That's all he is. Um, you trade away Randy Moss. Well, why? Why would you do that? You still have Tom Brady. You still have uh, Bill, obviously, you still have that Bill Belichick organization over there that looks like they might have a chance to still be decent. Well, folks, back to the future. Yeah, yep, get your get your DeLoreans ready. Who did the Vikings try to get about two and a half weeks ago? That's right. That's right. Vinny Jackson. Yep, Vincent Jackson, Vinny Jackson, V-Jack. Jackass is probably what the Chargers call him, but uh, you know, the Chargers are being jackasses too. Well, yeah, the Vikings did give the Patriots a third-round pick. Now, what would the Chargers be potentially seeking for Vincent Jackson? Well, the third-round pick that they'd get in for compensatory from losing Vincent Jackson via free agency, provided there is a season next year, <clears throat> and there better be because the ratings are off the charts in the NFL this year, not just on this show. <laughs> but um, thank to you, thanks to you listeners, wink, wink, and I do mean it wholeheartedly. Uh, that's because, ladies and gentlemen, the Vikings gave the Patriots an additional chip on the table to potentially trade for the man they want, Vincent Jackson. That's right. Vincent Jackson could be headed to the New England Patriots, according to reports. Um, possibly a second and that Vikings third rounder. So they're giving up potentially less in terms of draft picks. The Patriots have been amassing draft picks like religion over there because they're trying to kind of rebuild on the fly over there. And at the same time, you get Vinnie Jackson. You do sign him to that multi-year deal. You don't have the contract dispute with Randy Moss. You get a younger receiver who's not maybe as good as Randy Moss. I don't think he is, especially not in this year or next year maybe, but he's still really good. Yeah, there you go. And he's not, there is no animosity. It's a new beginning for Vinny Jack where he can go with uh, Tom Brady, start things up. Maybe you go 12-4 and four and God knows they go to the AFC Championship game and beyond. Who knows? Maybe they play us in the big one. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Um, yeah, that's why the Patriots were willing to trade Randy Moss because Vinnie Jackson is on the table and is in the works to be a New England Patriot, folks. So that's why that took place. So now for my final analysis. Yes, you heard me talk about the offense. <laughs> I mean, you just it's just ridiculous. If Sidney Rice does come back healthy this year, and pray to God he does, you have two wide receivers who are insanely good. Five would probably have good chemistry with both, i got to think. Oh, my God. You have 
<laughs> Bernard Barry, uh, no, no, I'm not even bringing up that name. I'm actually shocked he wasn't thrown in in the deal just because maybe he can restart over there in New England. Um, yeah, Bernard Berrien is still here, so I guess you throw that name out there. But Percy Harvin's the one I was really going with. You have the other two on the wide, Percy Harvin on the slot. You still have Asante. Well, who are the defense going to cover? Adrian Peters? Oh, wait, but then the other guy, one of those guys will be open. Oh, but then, but then now they forget about Adrian Peter. Oh shoot! But now they gotta get. But you can't go on Randy Moss because you gotta worry about Sidney Rice. But you can't worry about Sidney Rice because you got Adrian Peterson. But then now Percy Harvin's open up the middle, and you can't cover Percy Harvin because this offense is driving you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was kind of. <laughs> That's pretty much it, though. Forgive me for that one a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much how the angry video game nerd described a very difficult part in Castlevania 1. But, yeah, that's basically what it's going to be like for defenses. Yeah. It's going to be like dodging the Axe Knights, the Axe Knights, the Axes, and the Medusa Heads in Castlevania 1 in that really difficult level. <laughs> yeah, I had to do that because it's funny and it's... Uh, that's about what it's going to be like guarding this defense, or offense, excuse me. Provided Sidney Rice does come back. But if Percy Harvin can be healthy and you still have Shanko, which I didn't even mention in that little bit, wow. So as long as Favre is able to get things rolling, and I think he can, he's going to be rejuvenated. We all know it. Wow. So you look at the offense, and then you look at the defense, folks. The three cornerbacks. Chris Cook, of course, who's the nickelback. Antoine Winfield and... Uh, Cedric Griffin, Hussein Abdullah has been ridiculously good at the safety. Even Medea Williams is playing better. You still have the three good linebackers. EJ freaking Henderson is healthy. You still have Aaron Henderson, too, who's a nice backup linebacker. who's really good at special teams as well. The defensive line, what, what, what can you say? They're fantastic. This defense, folks, is so flipping good. They kept this team in every game they played despite some horrendous, horrendous offense this year. Horrendous. The Vikings were in every single game they played. In fact, it's borderline shocking they didn't win all these games. And ladies and gentlemen, that is credit one to the defense. And then you look at the offense being that glitzy. You put those two pieces together, folks, and what do you get? You get the best team in the world. Yeah. On paper, and at least on paper, this is the best football team on the planet. On paper. And now, folks, as I'm on the verge of closing here, ladies and gentlemen, this team has the talent to be the best team in the world. They know they are the best team in the world. Now it's a matter to go out there and simply, flat out, go out there and be the best team in the world. And ladies and gentlemen, 50 years of of purple history or whatever the billboard says. I don't know why I'm not remembering. Could go from literally 50 years of broken hearts washed away. Washed away. It could. It it could potentially happen. Now it's a matter of them going out and doing it. That's the hard part. But, folks, with this type of talent, they can. They can. And I believe that. And what better place to get started on center stage in New York of course, technically New Jersey, the Meadowlands, but you get the idea. New York, Monday night, where the whole world can watch one game, one game, 
Randy Moss plays better than anybody in these situations. This could be very similar to the 98 Minnesota Vikings-Green Bay game where it's a coming out party. And folks, this team could be reborn into something very special on Monday night. And I hope they do. I really hope they do. So with that, I'm going to close. And I'm going to say that uh, we'd like you to join the message boards on the sportsstuff.com. I cannot leave the show without saying that. There's a button in the upper right-hand corner on the front page of the sportsstuff.com that says TSS Board. Simply click on that and join. Register. Keep your screen name making sense. And that's about it. We'd love to have you on there. Love it. There's a call in line again, 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. The voicemail do treat it as such. Mention you're calling it for Purple Mafia, and you will be able to opine and be on board. And also, please do join the Facebook group. It will become a Facebook page at some point, but uh, I've just been too busy and then too lazy when I'm finally off to just get that started. I'll get it going, guys. Don't worry. And I know Twineball Tony Coleman. Is, is definitely in support of that, and I'm sure a lot of you else, others are, because on mobile internet you can access pages and groups you cannot. So that makes absolute sense. I don't know if I worded that correctly in the previous show, but I worded it correctly now. Yeah, like your iPod Touch, you can actually participate on the Facebook page, but not in the group. For some reason it does that. I think it's ridiculous that it does that, but that's mobile web for you. Mobile web is not always what it's cracked out to be, at least at times. But, uh, yeah. It is what it is, and I want your participation. So, yes, the Facebook group, simply type in the search bar, Minnesota, Purple Mafia, Minnesota Vikings. And then on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Do give that a follow. I'd appreciate it very much. So now I'm changing the prediction. I predicted the uh, New York Jets would defeat the Vikings 17-14 to in the Meadowlands because the Vikings offense had not proven a Galdern thing. And the, but the, the defense is good, but the offense just not proved enough. The Jets would be better, especially in New York. But, folks, I think it's a coming-out party for the Vikings with Randy Moss and Brett Favre finally being together. Remember Randy Moss, Brett Favre wanting Moss in Green Bay, potentially broke up Favre with Packers because Packers said no, Favre got pissed, and their relationship was never the same. And, yeah, now Moss and Favre do unite in Minnesota. Of all places. Oh, it's so unbelievable. But, uh, yes, the Vikings will win in the Meadowlands, folks. 24-17. to (laughs) Yeah, not quite as glitzy of a score as you'd like, but that Jets defense is is good. But the Vikings will win the game. 24-17, to they'll be good enough to win. It could be higher, but I'm not going to go out and say 31-17. to I can't do that just yet. But I think Moss will change things enough that this offense will be uh, fluent to win that game, and then the chemistry can build from there. And there you go. There you go. So right as we're getting to the half-hour point, I'm going to dub I'm gonna dub it a, well, excuse me, wish you all a good night. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Purple Mafia. Oh, my God, Randy Moss is back. Now let's beat those damn Jets. J-E-T-S will be zip. It's all about the Vikings. Take care, everybody. 